G'day boys, welcome to the Coaching Techs. My goodness, this is four fortnightly back-to-back -back episodes we've been able to get into, mate. This is magnificent. Shano, welcome. Well, How are you, mate? I've just recovered from the last one, mate. So uh, this is, um, I'm fresh, I'm ready though. I'm ready for mm. a big one. Yes. Tex? Good to be here. Um, just mm. off the bat, I was wrong. What? What about, mate? Just I just want to put it out there, I was wrong. I know, I know it's weird. It's going to come up. It'll mate. come up, but I was wrong, and I'll eat it's my a, humble pie. A, well, mate, it's like your your fanboy, um, Kane Corns, mate. He made the same mistake, so it's okay, mate. You're in good company. You're both dickheads. Anyway, Shane, we're starting to get a little bit more action, particularly from the Carlton boys. Where do they go if they want to get involved? At the Cogent Hex. Let's get on with it, mate. And there's so much going on, mate. Um, Shano. I'm just looking at you here, mate, and pale white has become sort of pale red. How did the Bali shenanigans go, mate? Did you did you get any sun into you, mate? No. Did you get your vitamin D? No. Stay out of the sun, mate. It's no good. Did no you get good. sick? Uh, no, I've got a little bit of a head cold, but Natalie got crook on the last day. Bali belly, mate? No, I'm not sure if it's a bit of Bali belly. Um, it was a long flight home, let me tell you. Jetstar. Oh, my God. No good, mate. No Jetstar. Good. Especially no good. for a... A-class bloke like you, mate. Well, I didn't ever get in that, that top end of the plane, but there's another story. Lucky we're sponsored by Virgin oh. and, not, and not the other airline. Mm. Are we? Well, we're not well, sponsored when did that by, come on, we, we won't be sponsored by Qantas. We need another sponsor. Mm. Hey, mate. The other one's not that financial. <laughs> now, lots of sporting stuff going on. Of, of course, the, the nation um, absolutely caught up in the Medildas. Mm. Uh, now, unfortunately, a, a bit happened since we last caught up. They had their massive... Penalty shootout game that qualified them for the semi final. It was, it was, it was that great. Was it was great. Seven million people watched the loss um, against England, uh, which was an increase on the on the penalties game. Um, now there was some controversy that came out of our last episode when we were talking about the commentary um, around um, Channel Seven and, and and so on and so forth. And somebody mentioned the you might want to say something. You might, yes, somebody who might have passed away nearly twenty years ago um, was being asked to be on the commentary box. Who, who was that? Johnny Warren, been dead for oh, twenty years, mate. Yeah, well, I was using Johnny as an example. Is that, is that what you're going to run with? You no, know, I was using people like him as an example, and then I saw John Aloisi. Actually, fronting for Channel Seven, been on it the whole telecast. Mate. Not true. Well, not on free to air. He wasn't. Not on the games I saw. He came in at the pointy end. But just to close that out, am I in the minority? I thought so you, it was... any any um, apologies to no, Johnny Warren's family. No, no, no. Okay, no. all right. I thought it was a disappointing end from the Matildas. As good as they were, the reality is that they fail at the last two hurdles. Not the last one, the last two. So it's a disappointing way for them to end their uh, campaign as good as they were early on. Well, you can always reflect on uh, it is disappointing to lose. However, they played the third and fourth ranked teams in the world. So it's not as if they've lost to the 12th or the 20th. So they're playing high-quality opposition. Yep. So um, there's still credit and merit to um, their performance and they're sitting the now 10th in the world. Well, they'll be better than that, won't they? Because they went in as 10, I think. No, they're still 10. They haven't moved on yet. Is that right? Now, How does that work? Yeah. I've just spotted something, mate. I think you might have the wrong run sheet. Oh, I was now, just mate. comparing my run sheet to your run sheet. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, this is comical. No wonder you're looking at oh. me quite quite um strangely, mate. But anyway. It's a great pickup turtle. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. looked over there because I saw the way he quizzically came across as if he was copying in an exam. We should have um, let him you should let him keep going. Imagine <laughs> when he gets to uh, Texas tirade. Mm. He just repeat himself. So just to help you, mate. Rebecca's going to get a good old-fashioned scene too. Now, um, what we're going to do is talk about the golf. And someone who I, I know you've got a great relationship with, or at least the same sort of problems. As who? Phil Nicholson. What's he done wrong? Mate, I, I heard that he's racked up betting debts on allegedly $1 billion worth of turnover. He's turned over $1 billion worth of bets. That would be right? like you turning over 10 grand. It's all relative. No, look, that's not the point, mate. He's lost sure. 100 million in losses, mate. He was supposed Text. to be... I heard he was... You're embarrassed about it. Well, he hasn't Stop been watching the ads about responsible gambling, has he? Because we, we are going apply to... applies to others, not him. We are going to talk about someone else who's got some addiction problems. And they've been brought up in court papers more recently. Now, you've got one here, which actually is one in common with that person as well. But we'll, we'll bring that up later on, mate. <laughs> um, I need to find the right run street. It's hey? a matter of priority. Right. Um, now, speaking of, of betting and, and going from one problem into another, um, Liz Cambridge. Now, that, that's a problem child, mate. Tex, you, you look at... You, you absolutely, the basketballer. She's been that's the just, one. Yeah. Just, just disruptive from a teammate point of view. But what's she up to now? Yeah, what's she done now? She, she wants to join the Nigerian national team. Ah, what? Let her go. Now, that was the team that she allegedly um, abused. Oh. Um, and so and there was some stuff that came up on social media. So, mate, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm on an island on my own here with the two of you, mate. You, you're okay. You've done just a smidgen of research and no. following the right run sheet, mate. I don't you're on board again. I don't give her much oxygen. Liz Cambridge, none at all. She's been a disappointment. But what about the other sad news? Mm. Genuinely sad. Oh, well. Mate. The valet. Another yes. valet. Yes, it is, mate. I mean, they just continue Parky. to pop up. Michael mm. Parkinson. Did you watch the tribute to him the other night? No, mate. Oh, was was that on ABC as well? No, that was on you, Channel 9. sending us to too many ABC Channel 9 programs. on Sunday night. It was, it was amazing. They went back over his famous interviews. And what a brilliant mind. And he'll be sadly missed. Yep, I think. I so know. Did you? Do you? Well, what was your he favorite? Hasn't been on TV for a long time, but no, no he's done a few specials, mate. Superstar, yeah, absolutely. But it's a long time ago. Long do you know? Time. Was it just oh, just natural illness. causes? Yeah, uh, he was eighty-eight. Short illness, I said. So right. I think he had. He had. I would think Jack the dancer. Jack the dancer may have got him, maybe, but yeah. right. Yeah, left, okay. left a great legacy. Now, now our favorite sporting show, the front bar. Just continues to, to come up with the goods, mate. Have you been watching the last few? They had the famous um, um, double from Carlton, Cuda and Ange. I saw um, that. No, did you see Cuda? Has he had a bit of work done? He looked like he, he had to. Oh, oh he, Jesus he Christ, like mate. They look like they're just still, you know, larrikins that they were 30 years ago, those yeah. two. Yeah. Well, I, don't think, I didn't remember Cuda as a larrikin, but um, Ange Christou runs a magnificent... Establishment down at the um, the Northcote Plaza. Yeah, mate. I saw that. Was that fish and chip shop or something? Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. it's a bit it's a bit more upmarket than <laughs> that, mate. Um, yes. Did, uh, speaking of uh, fish market, I didn't see the fish. Yes. The big salmon. I didn't see him on there. Did you? Oh, you didn't. Well, no, I oh. when I was in Bali. Oh, sorry, it was too. Short. I forgot he went back to Essendon. Yeah. I forgot he went from Essendon to Hawthorne and back to Essendon. Mm. And I had no recollection of him going back to Essendon. Did you hear the story that he told around being electrocuted, um, um, hit by lightning? 
Yeah, got his property <laughs> up at Warrandyte. Yeah. Hmm. He was having a leak and he got hit by lightning twice. Twice, he reckons. <laughs> On the one night. No. That's what he yes. said. He did, mate. Got the pushnorkel out and then yeah. the bolt went right through. He's a very good storyteller, that young. It's a great show, that. He is, yeah. he is. It's, yeah. um, and, and the way they rotate the reply, like Sammy Pang's obviously on a hiatus at the moment, uh, much like you'd been for a little while off, off our little program, Shane. Um, and no one paid for my holiday, though. Well, the only problem myself. was we, could, we couldn't afford bringing someone else in like the front bar did, right? They, <laughs> they actually had some pretty good comedians who come through there, who roll through there, mate. I think we're saying that. Lawrence Mooney, he's a, he's a beauty, that Lawrence Mooney. Um, one of my favourites. Do you like him, do you? Oh, I do. He's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> he's actually on going on tour. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I did see that. He was. Might yeah, be he... one that um, we um, he, we do an OB from. Text. He was he was making light of that. Yeah, that's right. Yes, he was. That's, I did see that. Hey, right. there's a couple of other things going on. Please. Do you want to yeah, continue and, with your run sheet? I've got a nah, few more. No, no, mate. You've got you've got your well, own. What's so happened you... in the Perth Zoo? I've missed that. Mate, the the old um one of Jason Dunzel's relatives got loose out of the gorilla enclosure. Uh, he did, yeah, is well, she true? did. Is that true? Fair income. Wow. Um, and they had to shut the zoo down in a certain section for about forty minutes while they cajoled him into going back into the into the cage. Is that they, right? They just out out of the enclosure, mate. How'd you be? Yeah, just smile, doing a selfie there, and next thing you know, he's just like, like leaped out. His arm of the comes enclosure. around your shoulder. Yeah. A couple of other things caught my eye. Um, the Jack Zebel incident. Yeah. Mm. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. They've that, got that, that one on. released one, I think. Mm. They might have caught two. Shocking. Yeah. Um, Trump's been indicted again. So there should be. He has. Yeah, that's right. Uh, never, never been more popular, mate, as the um, as what the Republican crazy man that. Tropical cyclone Hillary smashed California. I thought you'd be but all it, over that. But, um, but it's it's it got downgraded, mate. It ended up being a tropical storm by the time it got to um, um, LA. It is smashed that, Mexico, and it just right? was travelling north. Yep, watch that closely, mate, because they do have a, a penchant for for heavy rainfall there in um, southern and northern California. And uh, we're going to cover off the Four Corners expose another time, perhaps. Okay, well, yeah. I'll leave that with well, you. Well, the last one, which only got announced today, which I know you'll be shattered about, Ida Buttrose, mate, stepped down from oh, did heading up the ABC, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I can see your shock, mate. That, that's sort of like a media valet. Oh. No, no, that, that, well, that's no loss. i tell you what I did. <laughs> Is it a money enough, thing or just an age thing? Oh, she'd be, she'd be nearly 80, wouldn't she, Ida? I'm talking about Kudas. Kudas had a bit of work, I think. She's had a bit of work. Oh, she's had a lot of work. Could be mental competency issues. I'll tell you one other thing. They do tend to take over it. One other thing that caught my eye that I thought was magnificent was the um, the recognition of breast cancer awareness again with the pink lady in the middle of the MCG. That was mm. um, magnificent again. I think that's a great cause. And so you're happy with that cause? A terrific cause that, okay. that the, the fans are getting involved. So yep. it's not, yeah, I think that's a great cause. There's yeah, plenty of fans who want to get involved in some of the other more marginal ones that you just don't seem to support. Well. But that is a very good one. Driven by the fans, that one. That's the difference. Really? Okay. Fair enough. If you say so, Tex. Shano, where can they get involved before we jump into the episode? The Cogent Tex! Let's get on with it. There's plenty to talk about. Now, we've had a huge couple of weeks... Uh, since we last were on air, the ladder predictors just 
out the window. Well, nothing much has changed. Oh, come on, mate. We sat here at least two weeks ago, if not four, and we said, well, I said the top four were set. Well, I think we all agreed on that. That was big of you. Yeah, Yeah. so this recency bias that you talk about. Well, it's actually not set technically, even after um, this with one round to go. No, the teams are. The order's not. No one can get into the top four now. Correct. Can't. Oh, sorry, it's a game and a half. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Port Adelaide won. Yeah, so sorry. the top four set, and there's only now potentially Bulldogs can get in, and so the top eight looks set. So the Bulldogs are the only slight chance. But yes, I, I've got a, a mini rant on the Bulldogs. You know, you know my views, Tex. I've spoken about this, and it's and your mate Kane Corns is all over it now. He's he's finally jumped on board for for the last two years. They confirmed their status as a loser club. All right. I, the one I agree thing, with you. The one thing that St Kilda at least did, right, as tough as it was when they got rid of Ratton, is they um, made a decision around trying to make... And I think we're going to see more and more of that. And I think, in my humble opinion, Port Adelaide have done the same thing. They've just fallen into the same trap of let's just keep um, doing the same thing and, and rinse and repeat and we'll just put the same bloke back in. Gold Coast made a tough call on Stewie Jew and, and um, we'll talk about um, their appointment of their coach a little bit later, but the Bulldogs uh, are, are just a dead set loser club, mate. And and they're they're um, uh, what's the right word? They're, they're they're delusional about what's going to happen. And it and the one thing I don't agree with Kane Corns is I don't think they have a top four list. Their top three or four players are A graders: Libba, Bont, Tim, um, Tim, what's his name, the Ruckman, um, English, and that's it. Army Baines seems to think they've got a top four list. Their CEO, mm. um, but I agree with you, and I so they've lost Rowan Smith. Big as an deal. Assistance. That, that's that's addition by subtraction. The biggest concern I had about the weekend for them was so they lose the game, but the narrative after it was a bit meek, and for Chris Grant to say we've got the right bloke, well I don't know that they have got the right bloke, but it was a bad loss. Well, no club ever says they have the wrong bloke, so that's just a statement that can be flippant. West Coast really? have, have won three games before that one. Four games, sorry, and about 50 or something. Some ridiculous number, mm-hmm. right? And the Bulldogs have just... I mean, I watched that, that last quarter. I could not believe what was happening. With so much to play for, I was staggered that they turned up the toes that way. The oh, well, they, they'd already turned up the toes before they started. I hope they don't get in. I just thinking we're just going to go roll out there and win. So, the Did you challenge... he hear that? Did you hear him before the game? Is that what you mean? Bevo said he was, he was anxious and nervous about how the game was going to start. No, I haven't heard that. Um, that was fascinating to me yeah. about what he said in yeah, his pre-game yeah, yeah, interview, yeah, yeah. and then the way it unfolded yeah. was exactly what yeah. he was worried about. Yeah, yeah. And when you when players are in that mindset, very hard to swing around and change them. Very difficult. It doesn't matter who you play. And that's effectively what he was alluding to. Yeah. Should he stay? So, Do you guys think he should stay? No. No, I don't either. I don't think so. I think he's done a, a great job with the club, mm. uh, with the, with the list. But I don't think they have a top four list. I don't. I don't I've been saying for a long time. My prediction at the start of the year was they were going to be on a slide. Yeah. Okay. I think because of, um, let's call it a, uh, the mid, mid-tier teams is a, a fairly even. I think they've been lucky to be in a position from a, a ladder point of view where they were before last weekend's loss. But they don't defend really well. I don't think they have a strong top four players in the group. The Bonds uh, is a very good player. Um, but then I reckon the next tier, like Libba's great, and I think they lost him 
early? Maybe? No, no, he was out from the week he before concussion protocol. So that's a key out for them. But then it drops away really quickly. They don't defend. Uh, if they're attacking, they've got the hands in the ball um, more often than the opposition. They can hurt you. But otherwise, if they don't, they get exposed. And we had the bottom team expose them defensively on the weekend. That's how bad they are. So they they are you call them a loser club, but they're 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 a pretender. I don't think they do. Well, they've won one flag. Oh, sorry, two flags in their history, Shane. That's why I call them a loser club. And played in two grand finals in the last seven years, won one and lost one. Yeah. So, but I just can't believe when you've got so much to play for, you you do that. No good. Now there was only one more embarrassing loss that was worse than that one, or or as bad as that one, and that was old mate Essendon. So. Looks like they're, they're tracking for another three or four hundred days before they play another final. And I think that got franked by the fact that I heard today Dyson Heppel has re-signed. Oh, oh has he year. really? Yeah. You oh, didn't, no. didn't mishear it, and it wasn't he's resigned. He's no. re-signed. He's re-signed, Tex. Yeah, nice pick-up, but yes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see any of that game, but um, they just got pulled apart badly. Yes. And by all accounts, Jesse Hogan was... Well, you've got nine 60 goals. more minutes in your life that haven't been wasted compared to me, Tex, because I actually... The only reason why I watched it was to see if Jesse Hogan could um, Get ten. kick 10. Yeah. That was a belting, wasn't it? A genuine oh, belting. Oh, 127 points or something. It's a joke. Um, no good, mate. No good. So GWS now, who have finished strongly, really... I mean, even if they lose, there's still a chance to make it. And I hope they do make it, personally. Because I reckon if the eight now stays as is, um, there'll be some good bottom eight games. I think the doggies' percentage is too... They're a game and percentage out. No, no, their percentage is better than GWS's. So if GWS lose and Bulldogs beat Geelong, at at Geelong, which is a chance now because Geelong are putting everyone out to surgery. Yeah, Um, there's two points better off the Bulldogs. So if they just win and GWS lose, they just get... Two percentage points. So they just have to win. Yeah. Yeah. Will they beat beat Geelong? There is a a, um, chance that Geelong... Turn up the toes, rest a few, put a few blokes well, in there for surgery. For Fifteen weeks, mate. I'll be checking the teams uh, before I make my selection. Um, I'll probably go right this, at this stage. I'll go Geelong. Now, the biggest controversy occurred at the Adelaide Oval, um, and now look, I'm an experienced campaigner when it comes to uh, goal umpiring um, decisions and malfunctions in process destroying a season, which happened at Richmond last year. Um, so actually, I don't have a whole lot of pity for. For Adelaide, but the, a quirky fact about that. So I remember during COVID year, um, I started um, tweeting out a few really nice um, goal umpires with beards. You did, uh, yes. This particular goal umpire, front and centre, he's an Adelaide-based goal umpire. Yeah. Um, who was at the centre of um, all the, the hoo ha? Correct. Um, he's now clean shaven. Um, so maybe if he kept his lucky beard, it might not. Is it the same guy? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah oh really? Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. So um, that process, yeah. But there's a bigger problem than that. It's not just the goal umpire. There's two boundary umpires that are standing on the point post who could have contributed, and there was a field umpire who was in the vicinity. So it's not just the goal umpire. He's taken the fall. But no, no, but the other guys can't call. Uh, unless it's a, a, an over-the-point post type decision where it's out on the full or... Um, or a point, yeah. the, the, the boundary umpires aren't actually allowed to say you should call it. Not, neither can the central oh, umpire unless post. it's touched point post? from in play. No, no, but what they can say to the goal umpire is, you sure? 
I reckon, I reckon what I saw there is not what you saw. They can absolutely do that. It's ultimately the goal umpire's decision whether he goes through a review well, or not. Well, he did. He made his call. But I don't think the fault just solely rests with him. I think there was three or four of them asleep at the wheel as that ball went through. Mm. Well, I'll tell you the, the best part about it is you chew on some more peanuts there, Tex. Um, the, what about Stephen Rowe on 5AA? <laughs> Have you heard about some of the stuff he was going off of? No. About? Now, he, he's had two goes, right? Um, and and he's had a crack at Gill for his so-called pretend apology the day after. Mm. Um, and then he's he's had a go at the Port Adelaide supporters and the fact that they've... Uh, he's, just, he's just gone on a nut, nutso rant. And I don't know how that, this works, but apparently the AFL have sent him a letter to please explain. So how, a journo. So how are uh, 5AA governed by the AFL. Oh, any media accredited person can't come out and just slander the AFL if he's off tap, like it sounds like he was. You can have an opinion, you can disagree with them, but if you're bringing the game into disrepute by bagging them to the point where it's... No, he's just, they've asked him for it, please explain. Yeah, oh. I'm explaining. I think your decision was crap. That's why There's I had a crack big consequences, so like, Big, big consequences. Oh, mate, mate no, no bigger than last year. Oh. Well, what do you mean? It was a final. Nah. That's more. That's bigger than a, a home and away game, mate. An the elimination final. Your game wasn't a point, mate. It was a, it was under a goal and we were in front. Well, I think as the crows have said, move on. What's done is done. They haven't, mate. That's yeah, the they, thing. They, they've, oh well, yeah, they've okay. moved on. Let's go. Mm. Um, but Sydney, how, how gutsy are they, mate? Because at the end of the day, they dominated the first half. They they got far enough in front that they were able to protect that lead. And what are they up to? Five or six games in a row as well now. So yeah. you've got a couple of teams Still who are in the bottom half of the eight. Yeah, but they're in the yeah. bottom half of the eight, and they're they're now um, going to be playing finals. Yeah. Right. Where six weeks ago we'd written them off. Yeah. Absolutely. And could potentially get a home final too. This one. Yeah. Now the other ones are St Kilda. How good? How good? How, I mean, they've really um, that Ross line. I know we're going to talk about him later, Shane. So. They, they I can't. Just, I, I will say I told you so with that. I will what? say that. What's that? That I, I, I had St Kilda entrenched in the eight all year. Well, I think you're here making up stuff, but anyway. When you didn't. No, no, I didn't. No, I, I didn't have that, St Kilda. That I got right. They, they, well, yeah, he's mate, a superstar. You, you're man. zero from no. a lot. He's a superstar. Yeah, yeah. he is. That, that part of the last few weeks. Geelong? Exactly. No, oh, yeah, but well. They go to the yeah. Gabba this week and there's some chance up there too. There's no chance, mate. Okay. There's no chance. Just some like, chance up there. Just like you said, Carlton with no chance, mate. I yeah. got that wrong. Yeah, Do you want me to say it again? Yeah. Yes, I got it wrong. Um, Carlton have now done what most of the footy world expected them to do, which was to make the eight. Now I'm very interested to see how they go. But, hey, full credit to them. They got there and they're going to get a home final. So, good on them. Correct. So, um, and just one thing, just because I think all of us at the start of the year, we had a, a big slider. So you, I think you said um, the doggies. I said um, Geelong and you said Richmond. Correct. And we're all correct. Correct. So we've all, we've all ended up getting those correct. But I'm tipping that Geelong are actually tracking worse than Richmond with the way they're going with their list. Well, they're a year behind us, mate. They've got sure a bunch that. of over 30-year-olds, mate, that um, they're yet to get rid of. And they're delusional. Um, oh, they got rid of Isaac Smith and today Johnny Segler. What um, I thought was, was interesting with Richmond was the selfishness remained till the end. Anyway, so, but we'll get down to that, um, that magnificent celebration later, Tex. So have you got the right run sheet? No, mate? well, I can't see it on yeah, my Down, down below, mate. How do you think the lines are tracking? Oof. 
Oh, very well. I think if you Collingwood lose to them and kick the hundred, but they lead the hundred and twenty, um, everything's right about the Lions. I think they're to me they're the second best team in it at the minute. And you still got the Pies on top? No, I've got Melbourne on top. The grand finals played next week. I think Melbourne in Mel yeah. at Melbourne are the number one team in my humble opinion. Yeah. Did you watch them against Auckland? Uh yeah, bits. They did what they had to do. It can't. It, um, it physically won't be able to occur if the ladder finishes the way it does on the top four, mate. Melbourne can't. Melbourne and Brisbane won't be able to play because no, they'll be in the same half of the draw. But on current form, Melbourne playing Collingwood in the first final of the MCG. Well, one will lose then if they're in the same half, and potentially yeah. can meet them back again. Melbourne could roll Collingwood in the first. No, final. No, no, it'll be in the second week. Oh, so right. they're in opposite sides now. But once if Melbourne win or lose, they go to the same. other side. Yeah. 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 Grody Grundy finished. So anyway, um, let's just focus oh, on uh, so. the Lions, mate. Um, they, they, they'd have to be the top seed now, based off form going into the finals, even though they're at second. Um, so they're going to be top. So they'll get a home final. They'll get two home finals, realistically. Yeah, well, the performance was pretty, pretty good on the weekend. So uh, I think the positive side of it is that they've been playing good quality footy in Melbourne, both at Marble uh, and at the G, where they lost to Melbourne by, by a point, point, I think. Yeah. That, that ended up probably being good for them. It's good for them. Yeah, so I think that's a, a big plus for them. So, mm -hmm. um, so now they're going really well, so they're a big danger. You don't I give them it... any chance of losing to St Kilda this week? No. No. Okay. It's probably a Monty. Yeah. Okay. The well, then they do get a home it's final to your point, and probably yeah. two. So yeah. see at the G at the big dance. So they they play they will then based on current ladder positions and the likely results of this weekend, yeah. will play Port Adelaide in the first final at the Gabba. Yeah. Right. So Port Adelaide will if they're unlucky, Port Adelaide will lose that game, go and have a home final in the second week of the finals, and they'll play Carlton if they're really unlucky, mm. and and Carlton will will touch them up. Um, that, that, I think those, those I, whoever ends up having to play Carlton in that second week of finals. Um, I think you'll find. I think you'll see Carlton are the only team out of the bottom half of the eight, and I've said it for a number of weeks now. So you're assuming you're going to win the first week. Oh yeah, that's what they'll, they'll win the first week, mate. Especially if they get St Kilda or or um, Sydney uh, or Sydney. What yeah. GWS? Or GWS. I mean, yeah, they, they are. They're a lot. Are they to win the first? Yep. Final. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good for the competition to have all of those type making the pilgrimage to the G. Those but type, I mean... The Carlton mean, faithful, I mean. Yeah, you, you're not sure if you're going to be at the Melbourne Zoo or Taronga Zoo if Carlton and Collingwood are playing each other, mate. They're, they're, can that the happen? Finals. Have you worked yeah. that out? Yeah, probably can. Depends so, Depends which half of the draw fifth um, end up playing in terms of the losers from the preliminary final. Well, Collingwood should win, win this week. <clears> so I'll finish on to. top. I'll finish on top. They yeah. can't finish on top, won't travel again, and they're four wins from a flag, Collingwood. Just remember that. They're... Four wins. No, they're three wins away from the flag. No, I've got to beat Essendon this week. They don't have to beat Essendon. Well, if they win their next they four at the G, they win the flag. Yeah. So just don't lose sight of that. No, no. And, and like I keep... The thing in their favour, even though I've been saying to you that all their stats suggest they're in, they're in a world of hurt at the moment, right? And I'm not sure you can just flip the switch back on. Um, but the thing in their favour is that the other teams in the top four aren't outside of probably Brisbane... Now who are really starting to get get it together, aren't doing so good. Brisbane, Mel beaten, Melbourne are going. Melbourne are, are really good defensively, offensively not so strong. Yeah, Brisbane um, have beaten them twice. Mm. So I don't know why Brisbane are not flag favourites, but maybe they are today. Right. Well, because oh, they lost to both Port Adelaide early in the season, admittedly, and um, 
and Melbourne only a few weeks ago. I think the problem for Collingwood is the Brisbane forward line can open them right up. I don't know whether other teams can open them right up like that. And the weekend showed that when they kick 124. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's key players out for the Pies, both in the middle of the ground and back half. And we've got Howe going forward, which doesn't work. Um, yeah, you're desperate for more, more marking uh, yeah. uh, power and ability up front. Uh, she doesn't give you that. Uh, I know she did a couple of goals on the weekend, but losing Darcy Moore, then, then he's out as well. You've you got Billy Franton back there. The Goey and Hill are big out. He's going to take the fourth or fifth best tall forward if there's a, such a thing down there. So I, I, I think uh, the question mark's still on pies, but I think once we get all those key players back, uh, it'll be different. It'll be a different team. I, I, the, the benefit, I think, for Collingwood will be the week off because yeah. they look tired. Yeah. Well, they've had a and massive training block. Month. That's so, the main. They've had a massive yeah. training block the last couple of weeks, and that was always going to happen. Mm. So if that's true, it'll come out. It'll become obvious. Yeah. They wouldn't want to drop to Essendon, by the way. I'll change my complete view on Collingwood's ability to win it if they happen yeah, to roll by Essendon. Yeah, but they shouldn't have lost against Hawthorne, mate, even with the training load. I mean, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. They had I a mean, bad day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the lead up before team. that, but in the lead up to that, um, to go off Melbourne, your team to get across them. Four goal loss to Brisbane with the people that Collingwood had out isn't a disaster. No, it's okay. I watched the last 10 minutes with great interest to think they turn up the toes and lose by eight goals or they hang in there, which they did. So all is not lost. Mm. Four more wins from a premiership. Three, I keep saying. You don't have to win this week either. No, yeah, three wins. Yeah, well, that's fine, mate. But um, but if you lose this week, they need to. We won out of the last. Need to win so the one who's the one who's not relevant in the top four is Port Adelaide. I mean, I know they've won the last two, but they just fell over the line against Frio on the weekend, um, and they rely so much on those three young midfielders. So um, they're not going to get that sort of space against some of the other teams in the finals. Um, I think you're very harsh on them. Alright, oh, oh, mate. Oh. Um, I think watch out for Carlton, mate, is what I'm saying. I know you've been saying it for a while. Uh, right? And and that Kerno I think I gotta prove Star. Oh Charlie. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I reckon he's just gone up another level um in the last four or five weeks. Um I mean without Harry McKay McKay was back on the weekend, but um the way he uh, it, it rem- you know last year when they were carrying on about J- Jeremy Cameron, I reckon this bloke's at a minimum, at the same level. Oh, in he's, terms of influence, mate. He's impressed me. He's a better oh. player than I thought he was. Very good player. Very good player. Um, Marks well, works hard. Kicks, beautiful kicks, kick. goals. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful kick, kick. too. Field kick. So, yeah. um, hey, mate. Just before we um, finish off on a couple other things, um, controversial one for for consideration. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. Is there a worse player who's kicked sixty goals in a season than Larky? Who's not a dud? How can uh, be a dud? He's a gun, mate. A gun. I think he's a very good player. In the low teams, kicked sixty goals. That's how good he is. Okay. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. Go, go and have a look at the way he's kicked a lot of his goals, mate. I've never seen a bloke get so many Joe the Gooses as that bloke. It'd be at least twenty-five of his goals because I've gone and done some research on it, mate. So when are um, we going to cover off? So your anyway, team? but my point is, is is there a player who's who's um, Worse than him. Can you remember someone worse than him who's kicked 60 goals? That's why I put it on the sheet there for you. Because I've racked my brain trying to go back and have a look at blokes who's kicked 60 and that he's better than. Most seasons of the last 10 years, 60 goals probably wins you than the... the uh, yeah, but but, but the if you have a look at who the players are, 
who, who actually have won the Coleman in those years, there's no way you'd rank this bloke above them. That's my point. Well, maybe not, but I don't think he's that worse, a worse player. As in, like, he's not a bad player. No, no, I'm just saying, is there a worse player who's kicked more than 60 goals? I don't think there is. The only one that someone came up with was Ben Brown. But he's done it three years in a row at North mm. Melbourne um, mm. when, when old um, Four Acres was coached down there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the retirements, mate. They just continue to flow. Like between, I mean, there's been literally, how many have I got there, Shane? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen with the additional ones since we sent out the, the notes. All right, since we sent out the notes. Um, and, and it culminated in that magnificent ceremony at the MCG on Saturday afternoon, mate. Didn't see it. You know what you would, go you on the Richmond social media, mate, and there's plenty there. For you, you know what you would have seen? Here we go. You would have seen Brooke Cotchin again not allow her husband to take the limelight. She had to be out there on the ground oh, really? hogging his time. I can't remember a wife. Or partner being front and centre. You mentioned her. She wasn't front and centre. She wasn't front situation. She wasn't front and centre. Attention seeking scrubber, mate. She is. Oh, Jesus, mate. Come on, I don't think that's necessary. I'm telling you what I think. I'm not sure she's that sort of person. Yeah, mate. Um, And I think it's um, once again just shows the the jealousy that um, you you have of the way in which the Richmond Football Club just conduct themselves, mate. I'm not jealous. Yeah, yeah, I think you are. No issue with giving the players a great send off. That what they do, and they've recognised at that football club, is the importance of the whole family unit to people's success. And they've, and there's no way she took front and centre, mate. That's not what happened. Because <coughs> Jack Rewalt's wife was out there too, and their kids. Uh, and they did have like a lap after the game, Shano. That's what happened. Right. Um, and they, and it, it done it, well. Was it, it done well? I thought it was, mate, but I'm biased. Overly done. Yeah. I, I'm, I, it would be a shame... Uh, you watch Collingwood do the same thing when um, side bottom and um, Pendles retire, right? Which really should happen at the end of this year. But anyway. I bet their wives are not there to the level I that bet you, was. No, no, I bet you they are. Okay. And there'd be nothing wrong with that. Well, that well actually, cool. maybe not um, Steel side bottom's partner because Steel's a little bit loose, but um, Scotty Pendlebury's missus. Um, just ask um, old, um, what's his name, mate? Daniel Wells. Um, anyway, uh, true or not? Moving on. Right. Uh, that, that was one of your... Hey, a little bit of old news, and it seems to have gone away. Dangerfield on the commission. One word answer. Gone. No. The, the height of the AFL, that idiot. When is he going? Dill, oh. it's becoming embarrassing now. It really is. I don't know how long he's going to be front and centre. Let Andrew Dillon speak. Let Andrew Dillon run the show. Just disappear, Gil. Mate, those um, oh, we're gonna we're gonna get into coaches, but I had to I had to mention the the coaches' press conferences. That that idiot eight acres um, after <laughs> after you blokes um, beat them the other week, yeah. and he tried to say he didn't see um, Jeremy Cameron being outside the the boundary oh, line. Hey, mate, the guy <laughs> is full of shit, and he just treats the media with contempt. Right, he wants to run with his own narrative. Um, if he's half smart, uh, apparently I've heard he's he's got another two years under his contract really? at Geelong. Is that clear right? Clear out, mate. Just time to clear out. Leave the farmers be and just move on, mate. Let somebody else take over. As for four acres, um, who's not half the bloke that, that eight acres is, hence the nickname text, just just to help you out there, mate. 
Do, do, do you? I don't sure if you're covering it because I've haven't caught up on my reading. Mm. But what's your view on West Coast and their dealing with the coach at the minute? The coach's demeanour and their dealing of him. So that comes down in the coaches section, mate. Oh, does the it? Coaches corner. We're covering mate, that later. But that's okay. Where are we covering thanks, that? Thanks for joining us, mate. At <laughs> the coach and Tex. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Coach! Hey! <laughs> hey, mate. Now, vet, I must say we're very grateful for the fact that you, you, you took the effort. You did, A, you, you off the barley, didn't say anything to us about it um, after a very stressful three podcasts back-to-back over six weeks. I needed, needed a week off. Needed a week off in barley. Mate. Didn't tell us, but hey, mate. Good to good to know that the email works over there. You um you switched the phone on. You you took took the the, the questions and and mate, I can see you've got a ooh, a truckload of a truckload of stuff to talk about. I'll, now, just, I'll just show our listeners. Yeah, no, <laughs> show them crumbs, crumbs. It's um good podcasting now, mate. This is off, now this is off the cuff, mate. Shano, the port coaching decision, your views. Hinkley reappointed, and the so-called potential succession plan. With Josh Carr, which is one of Choco's disciples. Um, oh, so. Choco's had a lot of disciples over the years. That yeah. are, and one Did we he just reminding you of Hardwick, yes. And then Choco will tell you how many disciples he's had that are coaching now and been very successful. Um, yeah, interesting, the one with um, Joshy Carr, um, because he's pulled out of the Richmond uh, race. Well, that's what he wants people to think. So, um, I don't know. They, they, if you're going to re sign a coach that's been there and they've had. A very good season this year. Um, I'm not sure. Would you only give him two years? Why would you only give him two years? That doesn't Hinkley. sound. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> if you if you totally committed to this person, it's another three at least. They haven't done that. It's two, so maybe two's uh, enough when you've been there ten. What was the terminology no, 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 no. used in the last segment? Shit show brewing. Yeah, I think that's what's going to be happening next year, mate. I don't think it's enough. If you're yeah. committed, this is the right person. It's not two years, mate. <laughs> it's it's at least three. What's the difference between two and three? One. One. <laughs> you stupid people. But it's the message you give. Like, that, to me, is like, I'll get to the end of next year, I'll come up with something, I'm not quite happy. Maybe they'll just miss the finals. Maybe they'll just make it. Nah, he's out. New one in. One this year, you've got to pay him out if it doesn't work. Well, I'll pay no, him they don't have to. Job. You have to now. So, the Josh Carr thing, could he be the, uh, the incumbent? Um, I don't know. I don't know. He's I, I just don't think... I think they took too long to make the decision. They should have done it earlier, but that's just... Um, Koshy. Koshy. They said they were going to do it in August. I know, but, mate... When they they got trapped, mate. Seven in a row, eight in a row, nine in a row, like, come on. Just, they didn't expect just, it to happen. Just, just do it. Well, they didn't they expect it to happen. They outlined a plan and they stuck to it, yeah. all parties. They, they had, had to. The club. They, they had to. change it. Right. They do you agree play. that they're playing for it? You just said that they could sack him, we could sack him after 12 months. Yeah. That's changing the plan. So yeah. you can change your decision when to actually appoint someone. Do you agree they're playing for it? Oh, I think so. Do you agree he's coaching well? I think so. Yeah. So. But obviously the club doesn't. They only give him a two-year contract extension. I think it's pretty poor. They're so, hedging their bets, mate, because they, they know that this. Correct. They're not sure that this is sustainable. Correct. Right now. That's why. That, when, when they interviewed Koch. That's good. I'm Koch. Here's my prediction: he'll be gone in twelve months. Yeah, I'm okay. with him on that. I'm doubling down right. on that one because they. I think they felt like it's market pressure. I know we've, we've got to get yeah. to him. Well, if Josh Carr was ready and waiting, or the others were better than Ken, then they should have terminated him. 
and gone and got someone that's else. That's right. I should have done it. But, but the pressure of his performance. Yes. And what's interesting is when they interviewed Koch and that idiot Corns was interviewing him, right? <laughs> uh, he was carrying on about the stats. I oh, look at the AFL app and, and Ken's win-loss ratio is pretty good. The one vital stat that, that Koshy forgot to have a look at is no coach in the history of the AFL has won a premiership coaching the same club in his 11th season. Never happened. So um, Ken will be the first. Many have those. tried, though. Many have, many have been given the opportunity. No, not that many. Uh, go and have a look at how many coaches have actually lasted into an 11th season. How long did Buckley last? Clarko, did he go? Uh, no, no, Clarko uh, was Clarko had won, mate. Buckley did at least no, 10. In his 11th season. Yeah. Uh, as in hadn't won one? Yeah, hadn't won one. Yeah. Up to 11. Yeah. There's not no one. In their mate. 11th season. That, but not even won. in the 11th to win it. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's no one. Most of, all these guys who've won premierships in the last 25 years, uh, most of them have done it in their first four or five years, right? Um, ones who bucked the trend were um, Hardwick because uh, he was it was longer. Um, but everyone else, you go and have a look, mate. You'll find that they've he's been there for about 11 years now. This will be it'll be, and if he lasts the whole year, like you say, we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure. Now, well, it's only one coach in 2025. Yeah, right? not not Port Adelaide anyway. No. I, I think he can coach okay and, and maybe somewhere oh, else. Okay. Yeah. So I think what'll happen is I think now Simpson, uh, which we'll get to anyway, Shane, that's your segment. Ross Lyon. Is he the coach of the year? Well he wasn't in my top three the other week as you heard, and our twelve listeners heard as well. So and there's a reason you raised both of you raised Ross Lyon and I said, No, at that stage I think they were quite disappointing. I still don't think they're where they should be from a team Offense, defensive structure, how they're performing. They've won the last couple of games, so they're you know they're in, entrenched into the eight, but they haven't beat anyone. So thirteen and nine. So who, who's in the eight? Have they beaten Collingwood? No. Have they beaten Port Adelaide? No. Have they beaten Melbourne? Have they beaten Brisbane? Don't know. No. I said before, there's a group of teams, the clubs that are quite even. They're just in that bunch. Well, they haven't impressed me at all. Secure. No. He got there. He got there, he inherited a list, yeah. good, bad or indifferent, and he's got him into the eight. So, decision vindicated already. He's done what Ratton couldn't do. Well, Ratton didn't finish out the year, did he? No, yeah. but, but he's... I just yes, he did. Last year he did. He finished, he coached the whole year. They, they sacked him at the end of the season. Yeah, after the season had yeah. finished. Yeah. But Remember they re-signed him in around, around 15 mm. or something. But I think he's done great, don't you? Oh, mate. Oh, With that list of those the top, Who else is in the top eight? That you could mount an argument that mm, that surprises you right now. There's only one other team. He's not the coach of the year. GWS. Well, I had them in. In the so, eight. Yeah, I did. Right. So I reckon he's done a pretty good job too. Your statement or question is he's the coach of the year. He's not yeah. the coach of the year. Who's the coach of the year? Who's there? I told you the best two coaches at the other week. Yeah. Craig McRae. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the guy we just said I won't be coaching 2025 in Port Adelaide. Their performance at this that, at that stage of that question that was raised was they're the best two. Ken Hinckley and yeah, but the third one was Sam Mitchell, who's is validated Hawthorne's performance since that date. Yeah, they're going very very well, Hawthorne. They're very dangerous. No, there's there. a bit to like about them. Yeah, give me that. Absolutely. What about old mate, um, Bad Loss? Bad Loss, as in yeah, Simon Bad Loss. Uh-huh. Yeah. Goodwin. Yeah. It's Jizzy, the opposite of. Jizzy's being harshly treated this bloke. Oh, mate. Do you think he can coach? Yeah, I do. I do. What gives you the impression he can coach well? well I'm not sure. <laughs> There's been too many premiership coaches in AFL history that are not good coaches. Not just about winning the premiership, but yeah, I think he can coach. I know he had a nice succession plan 
handed to him. Yep. He surrounded himself by good assistants, clearly. Okay, assistants, yep. And if you look at that club's history in the last, just the last five years, pretty good. So, so do I think he can coach? Yeah, I do. So if, what, if what, they miss out and don't win this year? Don't win the flag? Yeah. It's not a disaster for them. If they go out in straight sets. Well, oh, it's always, it's a problem straight. if you go out in straight sets out of the top last year. Yeah, that, that's, that wouldn't be good right. for them. Right. So, with that list, they want to flag two seasons yeah. ago. Yeah. I, I get it. So it's a great effort. And so who's got a better it. list than that? Than the Melbourne? Melbourne? Yeah. I think Brisbane's. Brisbane's. Yeah. I think Collingwood's. Collingwood don't have a better list than Melbourne, mate. Hey? Collingwood don't have a better list than Melbourne. Why don't they? Oh, come on, mate. The upper end talent at Melbourne. Right. I mean, well, Oliver, Petrarca, Gorn. Gorn um, and what's May, it, Oliver, Petrarca. Lever. They're, they're good players. Viney. But, I mean, there's a shitload of them, mate. Uh, top end talent. Collingwood might, might have three or four. What right. do I don't cop about the individual? Oh, you're underselling Collingwood's talent. Okay. What I don't cop is to go after a bloke from a disgruntled ex-board member, chairman, whatever he was, to go after a bloke, and, and if he's a drug-addicted, gambling-addicted, nasty person, then back it up with something. Don't take pot shots at him through right. legal yeah. argument and put the bloke under pressure. He's not. He may not be a moral citizen, but I reckon he's a bloody good footy coach. Hmm. I really feel for him. I really do. I think this is a bit out of control, the way some of these senior coaches particularly cop it. I didn't like what happened to Fagan or Clarkson, and I particularly don't like what's happening to Goodwood. Hey, um, what about some others that um, that we're potentially going to be bidding farewell to? So do you think by the end of the season there'll be any other coaches who'll be punted, Shane? Uh, well, besides Adam Simpson at West Coast? No, no, we haven't mentioned him yet. So well, I think he'll go. Right. Anyone else? Um... I think Pevo, we mentioned before, should go. Yeah, I um, I'm not sure what he's got left on his contract, but I think he would. But now, whether the doggies do or not, uh, I don't know whether they have uh, the gonads to get rid of him. Mm. Do you think Adam He Simpson's... says, and the coaches will always say, they think they have the right person to coach. Although Damien Harwick didn't midway through the year. He said, no, I'm not the right person now. I need to have a break. It's best for the club, the players, and there's a new voice. Uh, so from that point of view, that's courageous and... Hopefully that was true. But uh, definitely think Adam Simpson will be gone by the end of this week. So wh- why do you think it's okay for West Coast to sack Simpson, but what's not okay, mid-contract, but it's not okay for Hardwick to sack Richmond, mid-contract? Um, what do you see as the difference? I think the club's bigger than the individual. And so board's jobs are to hold people to account, coaches included. So no issue with board sacking coaches. They're elected by members yeah. to do it. Coaches turning their back on clubs when they're under contract. And then that's no, okay. Contract's between by. two parties. Yeah, it's okay right. to break so, a contract. Yeah. But then to break it the way you did and then miraculously turn around and go and get longevity somewhere else. He said he's a career coach, David Harwick, so that's fine. So but I don't if like the, the way pa- he did it. Okay, but if the party who... You've got the contract with actually don't have an issue with the 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 ceasing of the contract. Mm. So Richmond and Hardwick agreed, mm. right? Ha- Simpson and West Coast won't. The only way that Simpson will agree is when he gets his full payout. Well, I think they're close so, to agreeing, aren't they? West Coast and Adam Simpson, but from what you see on the weekend, just gone. He looks like he's cooked. They're just going to work it out. 
I so is he cooked from coaching or is he cooked from the West Coast? Oh, maybe both. He's been there a long yeah. time. The difference is he's won a flag, unlike Ken oh, Hinckley. Yeah. Both, yeah. It's five years now since he won a flag. Yeah. I reckon he was cooked in 2020. Yeah. He didn't handle himself well in the hub. No. He's in, he's in Perth, which is a bubble. He's in Perth when they're not performing well. You can't recover from so many 100-point losses, including a derby. And they're a pretty strong club, West Coast, and they've got the money to pay him out. So I, I, yeah, I, I could imagine behind closed doors, he says, look, do you want me yeah. here or not? Who's Just holding that board accountable for making that decision? Then? Because they only re-signed him a couple of years ago. I don't have any issue with that. Right, so if he should have been sacked, as you say, back in 2020 or left then, yeah. Shane, then then the boards actually should be held accountable. But, but what you're saying, Port Should Adelaide the board be do... held accountable oh, in yeah. that situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but... it doesn't matter how rich they are, they're, they're, they're going to blow as much money... Um, as what you know, a, a poorer so club like Gold Coast do the same thing. Yeah, no, no, Gold Coast can't extended, afford it. Extended Stuart Jew and then sacked him. They can't. No, no, and they can't right. afford it. No, they can't. The difference with the the Gold Coast and any other club that's being supported by the AFL, mm-hmm. which is why St Kilda are able to do it as well, is that Ratton only gets six months. They yeah. don't get the whole contract, whereas. Um, West Coast, West Coast not supported. To, correct. Yeah. Ha, are obliged to pay out the whole contract but, unless they come to some other arrangement. But I think what you said Port should have done with Ken Hinckley mm. is what West Coast did with Simpson. Mm. They gave him multiple years and now they've got to pay him out at least another one. But he looks cooked. Do you reckon he'll get another job? Yep. No. Yeah. No. Where would he go? Su- Where would he go if they sacked him? He, no, don't be surprised if he's coaching the Bulldogs next year. I'll give you one out of left field, Shane. As I, as hard as it is to imagine, if Brisbane went out in straight sets, mm-hmm. do you think Chris Fagan would stay there? Um, if they went out, well, in that's Chris's sets. decision. Yeah, it, I think Chris would want to. Uh, do you? I think. Well, I think he would. Um, okay. I think the club would look at moving him on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If they lost his it's, it's highly unlikely, yeah, but yeah. but he's no lock. Well, they've yeah, been so, a, a so this a is his last chance performer home and away. That finals, mm. no, no good. Well, they did no, no. Well, last year they did well in the finals. They won two finals, Shane. And, and this is where we build ourselves up the for the next thing. couple of weeks. Over his tenure, yep. they've been no, they've been poor finals team. We sit here and hypothesise about what's going to happen now, but if Brisbane were to drop the first game at home. And go out in the straight sec. The whole footy world would descend on that club and that man. One word answer. I have to finish this segment up. Where are the... Oh, sorry, Shane. Oh, one word answer. Sorry. <laughs> Where on the ladder are Gold Coast going to finish next year? Um, middle of the table. Maybe, 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 I'll say six to ten. Okay. Well, that, that would be a win if they ended up six. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, Definitely. okay. All right. Because I, I think you said... Shit show um, about to occur. There. Oh, shit show about the coach. Yeah. So well, he'll be in a honeymoon. He'll be in a honeymoon. So the coach getting him to sixth is a shit show, is it? No. Well, they, It'll be the first time in their history they yeah. make the. Yeah, but he's the best coach they've ever had. So the expectation would be now that they absolutely. Well, when Rodney he got um, appointed, he was the best coach they ever had. Yeah, but now Damien Harvick is the best coach yeah. ever. You're all over the place. Where do you see Gold Coast now from a performance point of view and development point mm. point of view? Where do you see them at right now? It just seems a ladder position. Just them as a group. They're, they're building. But they've been doing that for a while. Is this the best year of building? Uh, no, if you go back to when they were playing finals under... They um, never played finals. Yeah, right? they did. No, they have never played finals. 
didn't they? Or did they have to no, get mate. in and win the last round under no, Guy McKenna? The best before I think uh, G Ablett was there. Yeah. Uh, no, well, that, even in that was a long time ago. Yeah. That's when they, they were there. They didn't make their finals. That's they they had one best. season, mate, where they they looked like and they lost about five in a row. Shane, where do you think they'll end up? I think eighth to twelve. Yeah, I think they make the eight next year. Where are they now? Thank you, Coach. Well, where are they now? Sorry, mate. It's the end of the segment, oh, mate. But can you follow that? Even last week's run sheet didn't have this much time allocated to this segment. You okay, mate? I'm okay. Okay. Thanks, Shane. And I want to look them straight in the eye, and I want to tell them what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood... Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Now, I'm wound up, but I'm going to start very positively. I thought that everything about the FIFA Women's World Cup was outstanding. The organisation, the spirit that the game was played, the refereeing... The commentary? Um, the commentary... I'll exclude that. But what a great advocate for the world game in our country and the way the players perform. It wasn't a question of men versus women. It wasn't a question of homosexual versus heterosexual. The way they presented everything about it, I thought was outstanding, including the way the players were interviewed, right? So massive tick to the world game and to FIFA. Conversely, the AFLW launch this week was, I don't know, some pantomime. No, no, there was zero interest in it. Can it either, has it happened? Yeah, there's my point exactly, Shane. It happened this week. Um, can either of you, there's 18 teams, so every single AFL club's got an AFL women's team. Can you either of you name me one AFLW captain? Yep, Katie Brennan. Okay, who's she played for? Richmond. Okay, so you're following her for Richmond. Can you name me another one? Um, yes, uh, Hall is her yeah, surname. Yeah, the Hall from Melbourne, the captain yeah. of Melbourne. Yeah. She's nearly appointed. Um, yeah. And the girl with the big afro is the Geelong one. Yeah, but the fact that you have to defer to her as the girl with the big afro. But it gets worse. So now they've just announced that there's going to be equal pay for the women's, equal prize money for the women's competition. I mean, they're playing 10 rounds of football. The men are playing twice equal prize money. So the the premier, the premiership club, will get X amount of prize money. It it is the the contrast between the way women's sport is presented through soccer and the way the AFL is trying to present it. it we're just about out of puff here at the minute. They had a launch that you do realise the same thing happens in tennis now. At the and I have stage. a problem with that too. I have a problem so it's with that not too. an AFLW problem. No, I'm just, the, the that's pro- a women and men problem in your view. There's a women and men problem portrayed through the eyes of the AFLW. Don't don't launch a season that no one at this point cares about. They've still got this wrong is my point. The point I'm making here, trying to make, is Paulie. AFLW standing on its own right compared to the Women's World Cup. There was no comparison made between no, no, the Spanish women and the Spanish country. men. No, but, no, but this, this is our national compare, code. Why you compare, do your research and compare the AFLW versus the, the W League. Do you know what the W League is? No. The W League is the local soccer. female The um, feeds soccer. to the World Cup. 
No, it feeds. It's the, the top team. league for women for soccer in Australia. Okay, A yeah. league for men, A league. Yeah. Yeah. And and no one, no one even comments on that. Yeah. No, it's so, not even so well ha- known. So why are you why are you comparing the AFLW to the World Cup for women? Because the point I'm making is, the AFLW are trying to beat up a competition that I don't think the footy public are interested in. Do you guys know when round one is? Yeah, I do. And it's, it's in the buy round. In the buy week, week, right. So they're going to try that. They're going to try no, and give no, it some It's the second year in a row they're and doing it. And do you know who, you play, who your team plays? Yes, I do. Okay. Hmm. At the first game's Collingwood Melbourne at Icon Park on Friday night. There'll be just about nobody there. And I'm just saying, it's almost like... Why do you want to talk it down, mate? Because we're trying to beat up something that most people are not interested in. Well, I'll say this for the last time. Mate. I know. I'll tell you where to start. I'll tell you where to start. If you really want to give... AFLW, they're doing everything. They're right. giving it money. They're giving every team, making sure every team's got a club. The standard is not going in the right direction. If they really want to get serious about it, actually play it alongside the men and play it either as curtain raisers or in amongst it and, and provide some attachment between the men's team and the female's team. At the moment, they're, they're poles apart and that is going nowhere. Okay. Anything else? No. Nope. Shadow, any any right of reply on that one? Um, I think he's correct. I mean, there's no interest. I don't think there's enough interest in the. Well, uh, is there no interest public? or not enough interest? Not enough interest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, so do you think interest um, would be built if it was up in amongst when the men's season is on? No. No. Right. So they're doing what no. other? I don't think so. Other sporting leagues do around the world. So the WNBA and the NBA are in opposite um, times of the year. Right. Um, same thing with um, the Premier League um, in soccer in, in and all the major female soccer leagues count, run counter to the men's leagues, right? So it's a chance to let those um, leagues breathe in their own space. So I do think the overlap could be handled better. I don't disagree with you with that, but, but I think that um, the interest in it is growing, not, not, not declining. There's more sponsorship in it. Um, I think these people are creating an identity. And I think the thing that women do, and it was, again, franked in the Women's World Cup, just as a general thing, is they just look like they're having more fun playing their sport than what men do, regardless of the sport. Right? So the way watching that World Cup, right, Um, watching AFLW, watching when I came and watched Junior Tech Centre play, Mm -hmm. the girls, the way they play versus boys and then men is different. And, and I think we should celebrate the difference. And um, I reckon it's great the way they We don't acknowledge there's a difference. That's well, part of the problem. You don't, but plenty of other people do. Okay. Well, because you're just measuring it the same way, mate. You can't measure it to the same standard. They're at a completely different... It's like I get measuring a, a mature product versus a, a new product. You don't. You don't compare those two. I get, yeah. I get that there are different levels of maturity. I don't subscribe to the fact that women enjoy it more than men when they're playing their professional sport. I never said they enjoyed it I more. Think, I, think I said the quality... they, I, they look like they're having more fun okay. Is that from the outside looking into me. I don't see that, but okay. I respect yeah. your opinion. I think the quality of the World think. Cup women's that we've just witnessed, very, very high standard. I think but that's a combination of, of women from their local clubs, their league clubs brought together and developed, right? Yeah. So they're very good. Um, all teams that I saw in the finals were just were super. And there were some very good teams. Germany, France missed out. Uh, Japan missed out. Finals. So they're highly ranked. When we're talking about AFL women's, it's not at that level because it's this is a, a national competition. There's not a 
a, an Australian team is selected from the women's, just like the men's. Mm -hmm. I don't play anyone, but I think the quality of that, if they did have to play somebody against other countries, I, I think it's at the standard that we saw from World Cup win. But all the girls that play for Matilda would say that they've done the hard yards to get to that point. So most of those girls that finished up on the weekend, they won't see another World Cup no. because of the ages they are. It was the best of the best. But they are the pioneers who actually set up the women's competition in the future to inspire young women and young boys to play the game. Now, there's an aspect of the AFL women's that will do that. And I have no doubt that in, say, 10 years' time, we'll see a completely different standard of the women's. And that's what we hope to. But if that's not there, then I think there's a question to be raised, well, is this worth pursuing? I love... You know, they put in this financial... Um, contribution, I guess, to the game. Yeah. It's not working, it's not working. Correct. Got and we've got to call it out early. Yeah. I, loved, I loved the story about um, Olga Kamona, her dad passing away. and They didn't tell her. They didn't tell her for a week. Until after yeah, that was a great story. So well done, FIFA. Good on you, Ted. She honoured her friend's mother had just passed away mm. the day before mm. when she lifted her shirt up. Yeah, great story. Yeah. Thanks, Tex. Favourite segment, Shano, where do you oh, go? I get excited when I listen to you two talk about this stuff. At the Coaching Techs! Techs! Mate, have we, now we did get some feedback via the texters over the last few days, and, and that's how we came about, which I was pretty sure when you said it on the podcast about God, God rest his soul, Johnny Warren. Uh, but a number of tweeters came directly to our handle uh, and mentioned uh, your poor form there. But more interestingly... Um, the sand groper. Yeah. Now, we haven't spoken about the sand groper for a while. No. Right? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's still listening. We don't get the tick too often around um, the episode. Could be part of the dwindling numbers, I know. Um, but we the sand groper would be filthy. Uh, and this epitomises loser club behaviour, as, <laughs> as I like to refer to it. And he, he brought this to my attention. Guess what St Kilda are doing this week? What, what? they're hosting at a local cinema. A viewing of the 1966 oh, Premiership. I did see that. For what? fuck's sake. Why? Are you, Why? Mate, no, I think I think there is a fundraising element to it, but there's not much fun involved <laughs> in it at all, mate. St Kilda, can you please? 57 years ago, you fools. Um, no wonder they're in the mire. Well, they don't uh, have a lot to be grateful for, oh, right? For fuck me, dude. Yeah, hang is on it? to what you got is the way Jesus I look Christ. at it. Mate, right. They'll never be anything. Now, that goes into... Two plank, now, Ooh. now he, uh, he must have been driving from Shit Creek West to Shit Creek <laughs> East um, during the week, and he was listening to the podcast because he kept texting me during during his listening. Right, he goes, "Where am I on this episode? You keep telling me I'm going to be referred to on this episode. <laughs> keep going, mate. Just keep going uh, further north. Um, it's 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 in there. Eventually, he he got it. So he's very uncomfortable with the lack of coverage he's getting. Text. So he was particularly pointed around feedback to you because he expects to, to hear more about... We mentioned him the other week. Well, well there's I know, mate, so I much you could mention right. him in the context of yeah. the club and we told him, And we told him about his horse and all the rest of it. You made mention of um, that thing that died, uh, went to the knackery. So you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. um, and he definitely strongly... He said he strongly disagrees with your assertion about the forward line winning flags. Um, he was very much a backline man, Shano, so... Strong feedback. There you go, two plank. Um, and I didn't receive any texts from you after uh, Mighty North Melbourne went down and poor old Zebel went down even harder. Was he, later a, that evening. Is he a Jack Zebel fan, two plank? 
Well, would be. I said to him, Hopefully I suspect... Well, he wasn't uh, launching around South Yarra on Saturday night. He hasn't thrown a couple of haymakers to Plank, has he? No. That's I think the concern, the concern was is that I think really the untold part of the story is that Jack Zebel had knocked off someone's foot-long Italian BMT because uh, he is a, a, a regular attendant at the um, the local subway, and someone got a bit toey about that, and boom, boom. Next thing you know, he was headbutting the pavement. Um, what about the Carlton crew, mate? Oh, now they're going to become you unbearable, them? you know. Mate, have you seen them? They've already got their premiership tattoos. Oh. Um, so we saw somebody shin, I think it was, where they put Carlton Premiers two thousand twenty three, and I thought it was either a this is a multiple choice question, Mister Beanbag, B Kim Jong from Corio, C Mick the bus driver, or D, all of the above. I was going to say, could you imagine... Kim Jong won't be him. Kim Jong has become active all of a sudden. I don't think he'd do it. I think um, last time he, he Mick tweeted... Mick the bus driver would. I don't think he would. Mick will, yeah. no doubt. Um, well, um, Kim Jong was, was good enough to continue to eat his mother's beef wellington Ooh. in spite of the, the mushrooms involved. <laughs> imagine, imagine the dribble if the three of them made the pilgrimage into... Jollymont for the first final. It's only worse than Selbock then, oh. right? It would only be worse than Selbock. We can get those three in for the, to do In the fact, twitters. why don't we do that? We what? get the three men to do the Twitter section. Yeah. Why don't we try and get them active as Carlton heading into the their first, first final? Of the finals. No, Beanbag, Kim Jong, Mick the bus driver. That's a shit idea. It's an invite. It's <laughs> a shit idea. And, and, hey. and Mr. Peachy, he's up and about too, about Carlton's. Yeah, Jesus. well, he's popped up, he's mate. From nowhere. Well, yeah, he, he was in Europe, mate, and they broke their. <laughs> they they decided to start winning. Oh, so I think when he when he left, they were in the midst of a of a he's losing. He's still trying streak. to balance the books down at Vermont. Is he? Mm. Oh, I thought he was more worried about the metal factory. You think something's gone missing? Mm. Um, hey, junior tech Santa finals update. Tex, yeah, to she, finish the episode, she she got through. They won their second semi on Saturday, so they got the week off and they head to the big dance on Father's Day. Oh, hello. So, could you pull out a big one for Good me, on mate? you, Millie. Um, yeah, well, we're just apparently to in the votes, up. mate. Um, she played well. No you said in she finals. was in the top five, mate. I, no, I didn't say You did, mate. I've got, the, I've got the text right here. It says five. no votes in finals, but Correct. I'm pretty sure she was in the top five. No, no, she, was, she played very mm. well. Now she's just got to back it up one more time. Mm. Where, where's the grand final, mate? Uh, venues to be determined. Icon Park. To be determined. We're not sure yet. We don't know. The How does she venue. feel about the way you continue to down uh, to talk down the AFLW? Are you getting a bit of um, a bit of um talk from junior tech seniors? Well, there's only two of them now. Two juniors. We've got a, we've got a mature tech senior now. No, well, got legal tech senior. No, the, and well, then the, two juniors. I've got two daughters that are adults. So yes. is she a junior tech senior? No, no, they're legal tech seniors. Oh, so right. there's two legals and one junior. <laughs> Well, the legals give me feedback all the time about AFLW. Yeah. I'm not sure about junior Texina's view. Mm. But no, good luck. Hope she, next time we do this, maybe she's got a premiership medallion and maybe she well, hasn't. Maybe she has a tattoo too. Next episode is our um, pre-first finals episode. Oh. Bring it on. And what we're going to cover then is Are the we? also rens. The no, we're going to cover the also rens. The sack coaches. The sack coaches. More retirees. And I reckon, I just got this feeling that someone might have come out by then. Do you? I do. All right. Um, good on you, Tex. Good on you, Shano. Have Thanks. a great, great Thanks, couple mate. of weeks, boys. See you, boys. Bye-bye.